Good morning, contrarians. Friday morning, April 22nd, 6.35 a.m. Happy Friday. Stock futures are lower this morning, a day after posting pretty big losses across the board. We had a reversal yesterday after Fed Chair Jerome Powell came in and said the Fed could come in and hike interest rates by a half of 1% at its meeting next month. This is more than had been anticipated, and I actually thought yesterday he would come in and, and provide a dovish message, if you'll recall yesterday's briefing, um, as that is what he had done in the past. But this time was different, and it sounds now like a 50 basis point rate hike is what is going to happen. That's what is being said, at least. Tech, again, saw the worst of the sell-off yesterday. The Nasdaq was down 2% while the other U.S. indexes were down a little less. Now, this morning, we have major U.S. indexes pointing to another drop, this one of about four-tenths of 1%, so nothing terribly dramatic at the open. Among individual stocks, Gap is down 14% after announcing the departure of the CEO of its old Navy division. So apparently that is enough to send the stock down 14%. Maybe a buying opportunity, but what do I know? Do your own research, make your own decisions. Bonds are selling off again. We have the yield on the two-year up eight basis points to 2.77%. And the 10-year yield is up only two basis points to 2.94. So it looks like the spread there is narrowing a bit. And the yield curve is moving back towards inversion, although it's still a bit of a ways off of that. The two-year is right near a multi-year high, which is 2.78%. So it's right there. It's 2.77. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Commodities are selling off. We have WTI crude down 2% to trade around $102 a barrel. Palladium and copper are down 2% for palladium, 1% for copper. Gold and silver are down. Silver down 2%. And cryptos are selling off. Bitcoin is down 4% to 40,400. So maybe the 40,000 level is in sight again there for all you Bitcoin bros. Earnings today, uh, this morning, we got a couple of them to tell you about all before the open at 9.30. American Express, Kimberly Clark, Schlumberger, and Verizon, these should start coming in at 7 a.m. I'll check now just for fun to see if any of them have, and they have not. So, but look for those. And then economic data releases today. We have the purchasing manager indexes from Market. I believe it's owned by S&P now. But those are out at 945. There are three of these that economists survey. Manufacturing PMIs, services PMIs, and then the composite PMIs. So these have all been rising over the last couple months. Anything above 50 signals expansion while anything below 50 uh, signals recession. They have not been, they've been close to 50, but never below it, not since the, since July of 2020, actually. So if you must know the composite economists expect this one to come in at 57 and even 57, it was 57.7 last month. More important than the number maybe are the responses and what people say, especially when it comes to inflationary pressures. The bottom line. 
So earnings have been solid. Another positive set of earnings yesterday, and that's what had us the stocks rising in the yesterday morning before Powell came in and and uh, threw that out. But there also hasn't really been anything in the economic data that signals a recession. So stocks are selling off because of the Fed and because of anticipations now that the Fed will hike more than the 25 basis points that were anticipated um, at its next meeting. Now, it's been a full generation, 22 years almost, since the Fed last raised interest rates by this much, by 50 basis points. You have to go back to May 2000. And that turned out to be the final nail in the coffin of the dot-com boom. If you go back and look at it, I was reading some of the reports from back then. Pretty interesting how a lot of them do mimic what's being said today. Um, and it's it's also interesting how this is in hindsight. Obviously, the dot-com boom was well done by then, but there were still people saying that it had life and that this was just profit-taking. So, but what happened then, it was, uh, it that followed actually a pre- uh a year of pretty aggressive interest rate hikes by the then Greenspan Fed, and eventually the U.S. went into a recession. It was a mild recession, certainly compared to what would happen later in the decade. But for today's perspective, today's tech stocks, of course, these are vastly different from the dot-com stocks. For one thing, these today's tech stocks have revenues, earnings, they're solid businesses, they aren't just some dream, some pie-in-the-sky thing that some guy painted up on a on a napkin and then sold it to Wall Street and, and got a bunch of money from unsuspecting investors. But the price action has been the same here. In fact, it's been worse for tech this time around, these last couple months, than it was for tech in the spring of 2000, if you must know. Tech stocks, many of these are off 50% already from their highs set last fall. And markets are forward-looking mechanisms. So tech now has been telling us for some time that the best of this economic expansion is over. Whether we are headed for a recession, well, eventually we're going to have a recession one way or another. Whether that's imminent is another question. So maybe the more relevant question is why cryptos have continued to held up so well while tech has sold off seeing how there is absolutely there are absolutely no fundamentals to support the price of cryptos other than i guess criminal activity and other people trying to move assets around and take advantage of these cryptos for that purpose so but nevertheless you have to ask if if cryptos are the next shoe to drop one would suspect that might happen before there was a recession but what do i know I just report the facts. So that's what we got this week, this Friday. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening. Your support is greatly appreciated. And I invite you to share your feedback with me by replying to the email you have received or sending it to contrarianpod at email dot, at gmail.com. You can also comment on the Substack if you are on Substack. If you're not on Substack and you want to be, let me know. I'll port you over, although it's exactly the same service, Substack versus Supercast. That's what we got. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Look forward to speaking to you again on Monday. Bye.